Agriculture Corner with Fruitfed Supplies, collaborating, innovating and supporting growers in New Zealand. News out of Wellington yesterday. Yes, the government have developed or has developed a national policy statement for highly productive land. This aims to provide protection for the country's best land and soil so it can be used to produce food. It's estimated over 31,000 more hectares of Auckland's most productive land could be lost over the next 35 days, which obviously, uh, 35 years, which obviously would affect not only export earnings but food prices here in New Zealand. Joining me now is CEO of Hort N- Nadine Tunley. And Nadine, obviously this is an announcement that Hort NZ would really welcome. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Rowena. Yes, that's correct. We do welcome the um, announcement. It's a great step forward. Thank you for that. This has obviously been something that uh, has really been looked at over successive decades. Uh, you know, since the 90s, we started looking and talking about the land in Pukekohe, in particular, going from potatoes and onions into housing developments. Uh, obviously, there's been a lot of concern, and those numbers are quite alarming on what would have happened. 31,000 hectares is a significant amount of land that could have been lost. Yes, it is, um, and hence why... We've been pushing to get this put in place. As much as anything, uh, interestingly, it's, it's elevated the importance of highly productive land and what it actually means probably to broader New Zealand uh, because it is all about whether we can continue to produce healthy fruit and vegetables for everybody. Is there concern, though, that this could destroy the potential for horticulture to sell to the subdivisions for millions for children and grandchildren in that succession planning there? Um, well, most of our growers have been very supportive of wanting to get this national policy statement in place. It has taken, as you say, almost a decade from when um, Hawk New Zealand particularly got involved and pushed quite hard. There is a lot more work yet to be done, Rowena. This has got to be integrated into the um, the new Natural Built and Environment Act as well as the uh, Spatial Planning Act, which are both pieces of legislation that will be replacing the RMA. So it's a first step, it's certainly not the final step and that's where a bit more clarity will be sought. So councils are going to be required to identify, map and manage highly productive land to ensure that it is available for growing vegetables, fruit and other primary production. Will Hort NZ be working with these councils to help that classification process? Uh, as much as we can. It will be interesting how, how open they'll be to having everybody's involvement. There are already some really clear definitions around anyway about what constitutes highly productive land because it's not just the land in its own right. There is, uh, as you imagine, water requirements, um, whether the land is uh, in a viable parcel or it's fragmented. There's quite a bit already in existence and we're still working through the National Policy Statement for Freshwater Management as well. Yeah, that is a, a challenge in itself. Uh, we've talked about how much land could have potentially gone into uh, housing over the next decade or so. Over the last 20 years, about 35,000 hectares of our highly productive land has also been carved up for urban or residential development as well. 170,000 hectares of this land has been converted into livestyle blocks. Again, these are huge numbers now. <laughs> they are, but to be fair, uh, Rowena, there's also quite a bit of land out there still in highly productive, so that is the whole purpose of this policy statement, was to make sure we paused, uh, identified what where and what that is, because again, 
obviously, to your point, Pukakoi is a good example. It's much closer to population, yeah. uh, so therefore holds a greater level of significance in some, some areas. Absolutely. Uh, Nadine, just before I let you go, in general, how is the horticulture sector feeling? In general? Um, we, we're definitely under pressure. There's no doubt about that. Labour has been a challenge for us, um, as have you know ongoing increases in the cost of energy, fuel, etc. So this is a fantastic outcome to receive the statement. But there are other parts we've got to keep pushing every day to try and make sure allow our growers to continue to be able to be viable sustainable businesses economically as well. Just finally, I know the tomato sector have really been struggling at the moment. There's been really high prices. I think I almost sold my left kidney yesterday when I purchased a pack of tomatoes, cherry tomatoes at the supermarket, but I did it. They taste absolutely fantastic. So tell the tomato growers, some of us are still very much behind them. Absolutely. Hey, thanks, Rowena. (laughs) Cheers. There we go. Nadine Tunley there.